0: Your minds, your work. Yes. Yeah. How long has it been? Since you go to think for yourself, think think for yourself, and how long has it been? Since you've had some time to yourself, unwind with yourself. You can do anything. So don't you hide from yourself, be kind to yourself, intelligent amazing. Don't so just break
1: free from the hell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Replenish Me Radio Show. My name is Cordelia Gaffar and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Workout Around My Day and the Stress-Free Sisterhood. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing a woman that I really admire and we call each other twin. She is Tina Moore Brown, the confidence coach, wellness expert, and conference speaker. Tina Moore Brown, also referred to as your confidence coach, is known for her ability to motivate, inspire, and encourage women To truly shine. Tina is the founder and owner of Dance Into Shape, a dance-based fitness company that changes the way women view exercise. Through confidence is is key coaching, she empowers women to unleash their potential, discover their purpose, and walk in power they never thought they had. Tina is also the author of Unleash and Soar, Start Living Boldly and Beyond Limits. From Dream to Destiny, Unlocking the Winner, Champion and Finisher Within, and soon to be released, you were made to shine. Tina is a motivator by passion, holds workshops, conferences, and live events all focused on making sure women know they have the power to change their lives. Out of all of her accomplishment, Tina is most proud of being the loving wife of David and mother of the two most awesome kids she's ever met. Zamar and Grayson. Welcome to the show, Tina. How are you today?
0: I am awesome, and thank you so much for having me, Cordelia. It's so good to be here.
1: I know you have um, a very busy schedule, and you were on tour earlier this year, so um, I just want to bar you for an hour today, if that's fine with you. <laughs> that's
0: absolutely great. I'm here for you.
1: Okay, so, you know, I think it's so neat that you found a way to fit to stay fit and motivate others um, and this tell me a little bit about your story and how that started and how old your child was um, when you came up with this idea
0: well as a teen and young adult i was always active i started ballet tap and jazz at the age of eight And that's when I found out that dance was a passion of mine. It's kind of like the Michael Jackson Beyonce syndrome that you're (laughs) one person when you're off stage, but when you're doing what you absolutely love, you kind of transform into this higher version of yourself. I knew that dance was that for me. I just didn't know how to make it a business or how to do it for a living. Um, So as a teen, I continued cheerleading. Cheerleading was my thing. Um, It allowed me to choreograph for my squad, which is something that I really, really love to do. I cheered throughout college. And then as a young adult um, entering the the corporate America world, I kind of stopped working out. See, working out wasn't my thing. The gym wasn't my thing. Dancing was my thing. So fast forward to about the age of 30, I had a childhood friend who approached me and said, Um, We are a girlfriend and I are starting a fitness company in Charlotte, North Carolina at the time I was living in Raleigh, North Carolina and she said we're looking at branching out into Raleigh and we want to know hey would you like to be a hip hop um, aerobics instructor and I was like, ah. I love the hip-hop part, but I don't know about the aerobics, because, yeah, like, exercise isn't me. I can teach dance routines, but the exercise part, she was like, just come to the orientation. Just check it out. I know you'll be great, because, see, I was the girl in middle school who used to watch the salt and pepper videos Mm. and the Michael Jackson videos and then learn all the routines and then teach all my friends before the middle school or junior high party, so Knew I was the person to go to. So I, I I took her up on her offer because I was a stay-at-home mom. And my first child, um, he was only, he wasn't even one yet. Okay. I remember going to the orientation for instructors and taking him in uh, a stroller. <laughs> yeah. And, and then a little bit after that, he actually took his first step at the gym. How crazy <laughs> is that? <laughs> so so uh, I ended up teaching hip-hop aerobics knew nothing about fitness knew everything about dance and just the way i'm wired my personality is one that's fun motivating contagious and i was able to make class seem like a party so i remember the 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 gym uh, general manager standing at the door saying fire code We, we can't max out this room only 85 people can get in here We're at 89. I'm going to have to shut it down. Nobody else can get in. Class just that electric. And remember, I knew nothing about fitness, but I knew everything about having fun, dancing, and engaging other people. So there was another, thank God, there was another instructor there who was a lot more seasoned than me. She'd been a kickbox instructor and a personal trainer for about 10 years. And she pulled me to the side. She said, you know what? You have something. And I think you should get certified in fitness. I was like, well, great. But are you going to help me? Because, um, yeah, that's not my strong point. She said, of course. So she helped me study for the AFA exam. And I passed with flying colors. And after becoming AFA certified, I said, OK, I have to structure what I have. So I took my love for fitness, my love for dance, and married it with fitness and created Dance Into Shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been the owner and founder of Dance in the Shape since uh, 2000,
1: 2009. Oh, wow. That's an amazing story. I love that. And to take your passion and to have an opportunity to, you know, make a business out of it, that that's amazing. So... I bet not only did your son take his first steps, he's probably one of the instructors. Instructors now, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he actually was a Michael Jackson fanatic. <laughs> like he loves to dance. My my. Uh daughter absolutely loves to dance and her in dance last year for the first year so yeah so music dancing singing they get it it's it's in their blood
1: <laughs> absolutely so see i didn't even know all that about you i only knew you i mean i knew that you liked to dance and all that but i didn't know it was really really that much a part of you i only knew you as the confidence coach and i um really enjoyed um meeting you on Periscope and hearing you talk about confidence for women. How did that come about?
0: That actually came about Cordelia through Dance in a Shape.
1: Mm. Because
0: once I started teaching class and once I started holding class on a regular basis, people started to connect with me, women, women started to connect with me and women would stay after class. So they would come early and they would ask questions. And it wasn't just about, the correct form to do a crunch or how to properly perform a lunge. It wasn't any of that. It all, once I really listened, like with my ears and my heart listened, most of the questions I was getting had to do with how do I feel better about myself? It -hmm. was either, you know, I just had a baby. I feel horrible because I gained all this weight. How do I get myself back? Or I'm in an emotionally abusive relationship. My escape is to eat. I really want to lose this weight because I feel terrible about myself. It really, it may have been masculine weight, but the underlying issue was a lack of confidence. Mm. And women go through so much in life and we're nurturers and we're life givers to the point where a lot of us just give, 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 give give until we're depleted. (laughs) And for some reason, we think that being last on the list is heroic. (laughs) that being um that being depleted at the end of the day means we've really done our job where we really are supposed to care for ourselves first that's a really good example to your friends it's a really good example most of all to your kids Mm -hmm. um so yeah you have to pour from a full cup so i I realized that through dance in a shape classes, women really they love the exercise, they love the music, but they were looking for more. And it took really my ears and my heart to hear what women were really going through.
1: So then how did that like manifest in your classes? Did you just talk to them during the classes about these issues that came up? Like, um, you know, you you had the private sessions after class, but did you ever integrate it into the class?
0: Absolutely, great question, I did. I utilized the stretching segment. It's the first time I've told anybody this. I utilized the stretching segment of class in order to speak into the lives of women. Because if we're laying flat and we stretched, and then after the stretch, I would put on relaxing instrumental music, dim the lights, and I would, I would have them breathe and just wipe everything out of their minds. But I used that five, six, seven minutes that was available to me to speak into their lives, to tell them, to remind them just how awesome they were, how special they were, how needed that they are, how necessary they are, not only to them and their family, but to the world and how they really have something to offer. Um, I was really trying to get into, into um, and to their self-esteem to help rebuild it. Mm-hmm. And just those small little nuggets began to make a difference in the lives of women. And you could see it over time. Women would continue to come. And you could even see a, 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 sh- a change in their appearance. What they would wear to class would change. They would go from mm-hmm. a really baggy t-shirt and maybe some old um, sweatpants to new fitness uh, gear, and they're on the front row, and wow. you could see the transformation, just not outwardly, but inwardly. The shy people who would come in and stand in the back, I like to say that used to start with a question mark on their face. As a <laughs> fitness instructor, you can see it like, oh, I'm here, but I'm I'm really leery. What is this all about? <laughs> see that just blossom and open up, because I think they felt a connection. There was someone who really understood them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I like that. And you know, it's funny because all these years, like I, I studied um, African dance when I was in college uh-huh. and, um, and I really liked it and I always wanted to do something with it, but I never really did. So um, while dance has always been a passion, it's been a very private passion for me. But recently I've now been asked um, to, to do a dance fusion class with one of my friends who's a yoga instructor. So we'll see how that develops. And um, I just think that's interesting because we do call each other twin. Like we do. <laughs> because like a lot of our passions are the same. Like sometimes I'll watch your scopes and I'll be like, you know, that just sounds like the thoughts that are in my head. Like how yes. do you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> because
0: we're twins. <laughs> we
1: are. <laughs> so... What is your favorite passion and gift to share in your business outside? I, I see you're pouring into women and you're dancing with them but is is what else is there
0: My favorite passion to pour into women is just to to remind women that they matter once you remind a woman that they matter, especially a hurt woman, a broken woman a woman who's been through a lot and There are so many women who've been through so much in life and they don't share because they think that that's going to make them seem weak. They put on the facade to their friends that everything's okay. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Everything's okay. (laughs) Just to remind women that they absolutely matter, that your story matters, your life matters, your voice matters because in this world of social media, we can get so engulfed on listening to everybody else's story, listening mm-hmm. to the social media, I'm doing air quote superstars, the mm-hmm. people who have tons and tons of followers and you know, they're sharing it. And, and sometimes you can look at those people as the drivers and you as the backseat passenger, but everyone has a vehicle to drive. Everyone has a story to share. And that story could inspire, motivate, and most importantly, free so many other people. But there's a pocket of women who think my story doesn't matter, I don't matter, you know, and they kind of go into their shell. I love bringing those women out of their shell.
1: That's beautiful. That's really amazing. And, and you're right. You know, a lot of women, they, they um, suppress. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. They suppress their yes. stories and their meaning and you know to themselves and to those who are closest to them Mm -hmm. and um it's a shame because the people that are closest to them don't get to really love them the way they could and they or or appreciate them the way they could so for you to be there and be that person to bring that out of them that that's really really needed so we have to call we have to give that a name what's that called the um We'll, we'll think about it by the end of the interview. (laughs) Yeah. Let's give it a name. (laughs) You have to give it a name, but that, that is a beautiful, beautiful, passionate gift. So do you have a specific guide with quick tips for, you know, building yourself back up, um, confidence wise, you know, like when you're making that transition from being just you to being a mom and, or, and do you have quick tips for people to, um, to go from having not worked out to trying to get back in the shape, so that's like two separate questions. You just pick the order how you want to answer. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll take the latter first because that one's really really easy. Um, women who have not worked out since 1978 and they're looking to get back in the game, like that is my sweet spot. You know, we all have a target audience, but my sweet spot. Are those women who think that uh, it's impossible, uh, I missed I miss, I miss the window, you know, uh, I'm just going to have to, you know, the size that I am or the section in the store that I shop at, I'm just going to be satisfied in this section at this size because it's never going to change. Those are the women that I like going after. Um, uh, some fitness instructors have different sweet spots where they're training the people who are already fit, the people who are already in golf Gym. That's not, that's not me. I like the people who are on the couch who go to the drive through every single day Mm. because for some reason they think it can't change. And I love showing them that it can change. So for those women, if you're one of those women and you're listening, um, number one, just realizing that change is, is possible. It may not be easy, but it is possible. So never just flat out give up on yourself and say, Hey this is where I am, this is where I'm going to stay. Number two, I would say mindset is everything. So you really have to you really have to do a mindset overhaul about how you've been approaching fitness, how you view fitness. Some of us view it as such a laborious task. Oh, I hate going, I hate running, I hate this. And and we've just grown up with those types of um, images and that type of language and that type of attitude hmm. but a shift in that can change your whole approach it can make it enjoyable it can make it fun and eventually it's something that if you don't do it at the end of the day you go ah I didn't even I didn't even work out today oh <laughs> so I love I love helping women shift their mindset on Taking what it looks like to really take care of yourself. And then, lastly, if you're going to change um, going from not working out to working out or not taking care, care of yourself to taking care of yourself, it's going to take positive self talk. Studies have shown that the military boot camp type language, get up, you cannot, that, that really doesn't work for us. Yeah. It's more of the, when you're working out or you're walking and you're running, saying to yourself, I'm enjoying this because I'm really doing something awesome for my body. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm one step, this workout makes me one step closer to whatever goal I set, whether it's working out five days a week instead of zero days a week to a number on the scale or a number on your measuring tape, whatever it is, speaking positively to yourself. I'm proud of myself for actually doing something today, because I can remember a time when I did nothing. That actually propels you forward. So those are my three tips for uh, women who actually do nothing, and they're trying to get back into the game. Uh, Mm -hmm. I believe your your other question was for moms. Yes, yes. For moms, I would say... (laughs) I would say, be be patient with yourself. <laughs> you have a lot going on. Be patient with yourself. I went through a season as a mom where I was so incredibly hard on myself. I thought I was supposed to get it all done <laughs> every single day. My to-do list looked crazy. <laughs> you know, my husband was going off to work a job and I was in this huge house. it was one of the the largest houses we ever owned and um, my little my youngest was just born and I was working a business and I was a stay at home mom and I had laundry and housework to do and her and and I had to go get my my oldest kid and I had deadlines and all this stuff and I had instructors that I was certifying had the meetings and, and I was running And I had weight to lose because I just had a baby who was nine pounds, 11 ounces. So, (laughs) yeah. So I was driving my, I had all this pressure to be perfect.
1: Mm.
0: And perfect doesn't exist. Mm -mm. It doesn't exist. But I was, I was waking up in the morning, crying, bawling my eyes out. I was frustrating my husband because I was impossible to live with because I was trying to do what was impossible to do. So I would say, be patient with yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's my one and only with moms. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself a break. It will all get done when it gets done, but sometimes you have to prioritize.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I would say what connects those two would be the sweet talk, right? Cause that's really, um, being forgiving with yourself. And, and that's the way we have to talk to ourselves as women. Anyway, we should be sweet talking, right?
0: Yes. Like, we'll sweet talk our girlfriends. Mm-hmm. They call us and they go, oh my God, he broke my heart. I can't believe it. We'll go, you know what? You're better than that. You're going to find somebody new. You know, we'll do that with our girlfriends. When our kids come and they're disappointed or they're fall- We we sweet talk them. We sweet talk our mates. We sweet talk everybody
1: else, Cordelia, mm-hmm. but us. Yeah, Tina, it's, you know, that... That uh, mindset shift from, I deserve to be sweet talk by myself, I deserve to be uh, you know, best girlfriend to myself, it's it's a struggle. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. So did you have a question for me? Um, no, go right ahead. Oh, okay, I- okay. <laughs> So um, what common challenges, I guess, do you face when women start actually on that path and they've accepted that they, they can possibly make a lifestyle change, um, but then you know, maybe it's their family environment, like, oh, you know, my husband's going to resist or my kids are going to resist and I don't want to have to cook three different meals. What kind of challenges do you, do you see? all of the above
0: (laughs) all all of the above d all of the above my husband's not gonna go for this he doesn't eat this um my kids are never gonna buy into this or uh, eating healthy you hear this one all the time i'm sure eating healthy is too expensive Mm i can't i can't (laughs) afford that um or uh, this is the big one for me this is what i hear the most i don't have time to work out i don't have I don't have that kind of time. I just don't. I can't find the time. I'm I'm too busy. All of those things. And and it really takes, again, I'm going to go back to this, a mindset makeover. It takes a mindset shift. And then you'll start to see that your excuses are just lies in disguise.
1: Oh, wow. I like that. Your your excuses are lies in disguise. They are. They're
0: lies that you're working out eating healthy is too expensive no it's really not you can get a lot of stuff off the dollar menu but how are you going to pay for that in prescriptions and doctor's appointments and co-pays in missed time from work because you I mean it's not too expensive so we really have to banish the that we've been telling ourselves and really say okay that's really not true
1: yeah, that's true. They they are um a lot a lot of times and I liked when you did a Facebook Live, I think it was. You actually walked through the farmers market. Do you remember last summer and you were uh, showing people how it was not expensive? Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah.
0: I do. I do it often. I do it I try to do it at least every other week when I can get to Mr. Charlie, Mr. Charlie's been here in Raleigh for, I think, 60 years at that same location. I try to get there every other week just to give people another perspective of, yeah, I could go to the, could go to the farmer's market and get $50, $25 worth of food. And I could really make some really good things for my family with that.
1: Yeah. For, you know, quite a few days and it's because it's freshly harvested you're actually gonna get real decent nutrition from it as opposed to going to the grocery store and who knows how long it's been sitting in the produce department, right? Exactly,
0: Cordelia, <laughs> I I feel that way about the tomatoes there. When I cut open a tomato from the grocery store, it's like, why is this white inside <laughs> when I get them from Charlie's is so red and gorgeous and beautiful. It just makes me happy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it it should concern you if your lettuce lasts more than a week. It should not.
0: (laughs) It should not.
1: (laughs) Lettuce is a three-day food. Okay. You harvest it and if you don't eat it in three days, what's left goes away. Back in the compost, you know. everybody lettuce is
0: three-day food. Write that down, ladies. (laughs) Lettuce. You did somebody didn't know it. Lettuce is a three-day food. Say it with us. Lettuce (laughs) is a three-day food. (laughs) Yes,
1: it is. So can you take me through a a sample initial consultation with you?
0: Sure. Um, If you're coming for a confidence coaching session, then usually you sign up on my website, tinamorebrown.com, and you get a clarity call. And um, during your clarity call, I just listen. I just listen and I have this ability to listen and hear. You know, hearing and listening are totally different. Um, I have this ability to hear and listen. And I have this gift that I can can hear your story. I can listen to what you're saying and what you're not saying and be able to craft out um, a plan for you going forward. So for me, and this is just for me, I'm a different type of coach. Some people, you know, they take this whole long initial process. And for me and the gifts that I have and what God has given me, I'm able to really hear and listen and know what type of track to put you on or know what type of coaching that you really need. And I don't take a lot of one-on-one coaching clients, um, but the ones that I do, I like to create a specific plan for them. It's not so much a, um, a cookie cutter type thing. Okay, here's a bunch of recordings. I'll just send them to you. Um, that may work on uh, another scale for other types of programs. But for my confidence coaching, I really like to listen to where the client is and exactly what it is that, they're, that they need and that they're lacking. Um, and then usually... Right there on the spot, I'm able to say, okay, this is the plan that I think we should take for you. This is how long I believe it's gonna take for you to be able to work from, to get from A to Z. Um, and if you stick with it, I believe these are the results. If you're open, if you're honest, and if you're free, then I think by the time we get to Z, these are the results that you should see.
1: So how long are those plans? Um, I guess it depends on the person, right? Cause it's personalized.
0: It does, it could be four weeks. Yeah. Um, if a woman calls me and says, you know what, my, my home is in shambles. I feel terrible. I'm crying every morning. I can't just get it together. I feel like the most terrible wife and mother alive. I can go raise my hand and go, I can relate. <laughs> um, and, and it may be a four week process just to get things back on track for her um, versus someone who says, you know, I've always felt like the odd man out. I, I never fit in. Um, I don't have any friends. All my relationships just suck. What is it? That may be uh, a 12, 16, 24 a week type of thing.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, I really think that's beautiful that, you know, you are allowing your passions and your gifts coming out. I, I heard you when you said that, you know, uh, my, my clarity calls, I have the ability to hear and listen. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> those are that you know everyone that can hear can't always listen, and so yes. to be a confidence coach and and be blessed with those two qualities and you can use them simultaneously and actually come up with a plan with someone on the spot that's just amazing and I know also that you have a very um deep faith and um did you did you grow up in the church or do you I- I did.
0: Um, my parents raised me in a Christian home, and my mother still is to this day the Minister of Music. She plays the piano at our church, and she's been there for, I want to say, 65 years. Wow. And my father is deceased, but when he was alive, he and my mother was a, were a singing duo. She would play, he would sing. So I got dragged to every, <laughs> every funeral, every wedding, every revival, every even the senior centers, which which now speaks to why I have a heart for seniors and at Mm -hmm. least three times a week I teach seniors classes. Um, yeah, they took me everywhere and they, they allowed me to see firsthand what it looks like when you give back with your gifts, when you serve others through the gifts that you've been given. Um, so yeah, I've always grown up in a Christian home. Now, when I got about in my twenties, yeah, I, I, I kind of a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I, I rebelled. I quit college and I went on tour as a backup dancer and on a major tour uh, with, that with, that R. Kelly was on. And I didn't tell my parents. And um, yeah, so I I came back. <laughs> I came full circle. I trained up a child in the way he should go, and he's always shall not depart from it. That is very true. Yes, it's in your
1: uh, heart. It's who you, you are. are.
0: <laughs> it is. You can't run from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yes, I am learning in this new season of my life to marry. Um, everything together to to marry my gifts, my callings, my vocation, every to bring it all into into play together. That um, that the the prophetic eyes and ears that God has given me, that I can listen and hear and see what someone is really going through, and then really speak to that. Um, I, and just to add this, I did a class at a church uh, last Saturday, and during the during the the, the relaxation part. Just walked around, I spoke into the lives of women and one lady said, Oh my God, everything you said is confirmation. I do need to do this, I do need to do that, do need to do this. I'm so glad you came today. So it really just shows that you can bring all of who you are into what you do.
1: Absolutely. And you know, I want to just mention this too, because sometimes women that are more religious, they um, feel like dancing is like you know, not one of those things they should do. Right. But it's something that's very natural, very normal and very spiritual for women because, yes. you know, that's really where our power is, is in our flow. Yes. And you can't release it if you don't move. <laughs> so.
0: You can't release it if you don't move. That is a t-shirt twin. You can't release it if you don't <laughs> I had a woman reach out to me on Facebook once, and she said, "I see you have these classes, um, but I'm not sure that I can come because I'm a Christian. Is it okay?" And I said, "Well, I would hope so, because I'm a Christian and I'm teaching
1: them." That's exactly the point I was trying to make. You know? Yes, yes. So, and, and you know, like Muslim women will do it too. They'll be like, "Oh, you know, we can't, do, we can't move like that." And I'm like, right. "But we're all women, and yes. nobody's gonna see." Right. <laughs> It's totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I want to talk about this because once you get people up and running and back on track and, you know, life is flowing, you know, just life, life is like a roller coaster. So things <laughs> fall off track. So, you know, how do you help them to stay that course when, you know, they have a serious blow? I, I don't want... I mean, if you feel comfortable, you can share a personal story, but like, how would you come back from, you know, a major life event?
0: Wow, Um, major life events really come and kind of knock you off of your rocker. Um, I would say um, my major life event was April, 2015, when my husband and I decided to separate and we separated for about 20 months. And that was, I can say, the most difficult season that I've ever been through. Um, I can say honestly that my health and working out and eating correctly, those whole 20 months, it wasn't at the forefront. It was Okay, how am I going to get it from? How, how am I going to get from Monday to Tuesday and Tuesday to, to Wednesday and Wednesday to Thursday? Not just financially, but mentally, emotionally for my kids, um, for my sanity. Mm-hmm. So huge um, blows that come like that, they really can come and make you think that they're there to take you out. They're really there to build you stronger. And it all it does is just give you um, more more force and more power for your story um your story just isn't for you it's for a lot of other people who are either going through it or about to go what you're through what you're going through um but playing my mind and really getting through that season um, my husband and I, as we speak now on this call, we're actually in Philadelphia on a little three-day excursion away from the kids, away from the family, away from everything. Um, so yeah, life is totally different, but in order to get out of those difficult moments and back on your feet, um, then you really have to, I'm, I hate to be a broken record Cordelia, but it really goes back to mindset. Yeah. Because your mind can either take you take you really, really far from where you're supposed to be or catapult you into your destiny. It's what you're playing over, over and over in your mind. Um, as it relates to my relationship and my marriage with my husband, I could choose to be a broken record and just continue to play over, this didn't work, that didn't work, this didn't work. And I would be a bitter, not only a bitter woman, but my family wouldn't be restored right now. Mm-hmm. So, as women, we have to learn to let some things go and not just let them go for the moment, but let them go for good. And what I mean by letting things go, letting things that don't serve you go. Those old stories, those old memories, those old hurts, those old pains, all of that just, con- just continuing to play it over and over and over is only gonna put you in a place where you relive it and then you're emotional again, and then your language reflects it, and then your actions reflect it, and you'll never move forward. So I would say it starts in your mindset. From your mindset, it goes into your thoughts and your actions, um, and, and then it, it bleeds over into, into your life.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And you know, it's like marriage is a struggle, you know, and people don't realize it because maybe social media, maybe TV. It just depends on what influences you more. But we have this ideal in our mind, and you were talking about this earlier, about perfect. And perfect doesn't exist because you're dealing with human beings. Right, right. (laughs) And, you know, um, we all have our shortcomings. You have shortcomings. Your husband has shortcomings. And it's just a matter of navigating how to continue working towards your goal as a married couple, right? um and what's your job in that so um it's it's a daily struggle and i mean i've been married like almost 20 years now and there are some times when it's just like i don't know if i can keep going (laughs) (laughs) it's okay i won't tell your husband (laughs) I know, but all the millions of people that are listening to this Right,
0: show. <laughs> right. We're all going to keep your secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we were talking about that this morning. So, um, and we just, we talk about it, we laugh about it, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like you have your job, just like you said, right? And you have, your job is to sweet talk yourself. You can choose right. to keep saying, well, you know, 10 years ago he did this and right. he, yesterday he did something similar. Yep. Don't be it right, it wasn't even yep. in the neighborhood of what he did ten years ago because he's evolved. Yep. <laughs> but yep. we like mar- we we make those two things equal. <laughs> we do, and we're eager to make those two
0: things equal. And then our husbands look at us like, she's crazy.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know, you made you know you gave a really great example, like going through that from day to day, right? Because you that's how you get through life. Yes. Um, From day to day. And like right now, this week, I'm putting up quotes on calm. And I think the quote that I put up yesterday was related to what you were just saying. It was, take a deep breath. Um, and in this moment, decide what is the most important thing no in the second decide Mm what the most important thing and that's really what it is because our lives are a combination of minutes right yes so you know sweet talk yourself and you know you can you can get through this day by the end of the day you'll be like i'm i've accomplished so much yes so amazing yes Um, yeah see this is why we're twins
0: (laughs) why we're twins
1: i love it i love it i love you so much so um, Thank thank you for being here and sharing your story with us i wasn't i i just left it ambiguous so if you wanted to share a personal story but i really appreciate you doing that because this is another thing that i feel like women don't want to talk about um because it's taboo right we are good you know religious or practicing women and we don't have problems in our marriage cuz we're doing everything by the book but that's we're human beings and we yeah. do have struggles you know and part yeah. of doing it by the book is this so thank you for sharing your story on that absolutely um, yeah i love that so i guess kind of related but not so much you can take this question as a fitness expert or as a confidence coach or as a mindset, mindset expert, why is flexibility and balance so important?
0: Flexibility is important because change is inevitable. Life changes. People change. So you have to be flexible. If you are going to be so rigid that things have to be a certain way all the time, then you're going, your life is going to be full of disappointments you're just setting yourself up to fail. Uh, I am known for, and some people see it as, (laughs) some people see it as a flaw, but I am known for being fluid. I will change in a minute. If it doesn't work, guess what? I just revamp it. I switch it up and I keep it moving. And I never realized that that was something that a lot of people didn't do until some of my close girlfriends would say, you know what I admire about you that, you know, if something doesn't work out, like maybe it's a, it's a business idea or, you know, something else or an event or something else, you never let it get you down. You just say, oh, okay. And you just switch it and you jump right back in it. And I would say to myself, doesn't everybody do that? Yep. But <laughs> that's what I, I, I I after hearing that over and over, I said to myself, okay, maybe that's a strength, Tina, that not everyone is as fluid as they need to be. Yeah. And I need you to get what you need to get from there. I'm quick to say, you know what, thank you for your guidance. Thank you for this. I really have to go where some people will stay and stay and stay and then they'll groan and groan and groan and complain and complain and complain. That's a good way to become bitter when you can just be fluid and move because no one goes to first grade. At the end of first grade, they say, you know what, I love first grade. I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. You can't make me go. I'm gonna stay in first grade for the rest of my life. No, you serve your time in first grade (laughs) and you keep it moving. And that's how I see life. And some of us are so stuck because we're extremely rigid and we're extremely rigid because we like to be in control. Yeah. And we don't like to give up that control because if we don't know what's going to happen next, then we're vulnerable. Hmm. So for a lot of women who are listening to this, it's time for you to be okay with being vulnerable and to come to grips with the fact that that's not going to rule, rule, actually gonna open you up to endless possibilities. And you've really been holding yourself back because you've been so afraid to be vulnerable. No one has all the answers. You're afraid to be seen as not knowing all of the answers or not having all of the right answers like Cordelia said, none of us have all the right answers. You're going to make a move and it may be the wrong move. You know what? So Mm -hmm. what? Learn from it and make another move.
1: That's right. That's so very important. And, um, I, I like that you are like reiterating that. And I like this word fluid that you use. So I want to, I want you to give us three, um, three takeaways that you want women to, to come away from this because this Re- Replenish radio show, I, I founded it so that women have strategies, right? To move forward in their life and, and to, to be better. So from the things that we've discussed today, what are the top three things that you want them to take away from our conversation?
0: Number one, takeaway that your today is your today. It's not your forever so wherever you find yourself in life today maybe you're on, the, on on the verge of going bankrupt maybe your marriage is struggling maybe your kids are being super duper difficult maybe your finances are nowhere near where they should be maybe you and your purpose or in your business you have you were like me at once you said i'm filling the blank age and by now i thought that i would be filling the blank um, Your today is your today. It is not your forever. So please don't think, I'm stuck. This is, you know, my life sucks. (laughs) You have the capability to change your life. You really do. But you have to take ownership of your life. You just sitting and complaining, even wishing and dreaming, are all very passive things. You really have to take some type of action, whether it's you starting that business that you know you were supposed to start five years ago. You just were so afraid of doing it that you haven't done it yet. Or if it's you losing the baby weight and your baby's a freshman in high school,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: no matter what it is, Your today is your today, but it's not your forever. So when you accept that, when you look at the when you look at the numbers on the scale and you say, "Boom, that's my number today," that can change. When you look at your bank account and you say, "That's my balance today," that can change. And then you take the necessary steps to change it. That's life. That's life. Um, Number two, I really want women to understand that they are powerful beyond measure. That your story, your past, your life, it really does matter. Whatever lies that you've been fed in the past, you know, you're worthless. You know, no one's going to listen to you. You really don't have anything to offer. You know, what could you even get on Facebook Live and teach anybody look at your life? You have overcome some pretty awesome things. You probably just brushed them off and thought, ah, uh, everybody can do that. You know, everybody does that. There's something that's so awesome about you that you're overlooking because it's so very common to you, but someone on the outside, someone somewhere is eagerly waiting for you to teach them how you do or did that. So your life is full of purpose. And the third thing I want women to walk away with is that you have control over your mind that you can change your mindset at any given time, that you can choose to be positive, you can choose to be optimistic, you can choose to be in love with yourself, you can choose to be a giver, you can choose to see the best in yourself and everybody around you. You can make that choice. If you, if you are making that choice on a regular basis, I would say continue. If you haven't been making that choice, I would say start today and watch your
1: life change. I love that. I love that. Your today is your today. Your life is full of purpose. And did I just really forget what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brain. Okay. So, you know, I, I love, um, everything that you shared today and I've really, I really appreciate your time. And I, I know that you've touched the hearts of our listeners and people are going to want to find you so they can work with you or either have you speak at their event or create an event for their organization. Or, you know, just maybe if they're in your area come to one of your events that you have going on. So how, how can they find you?
0: I've made it really, really easy. I'm Tina Moore Brown everywhere. So my website is tinamorebrown.com on Facebook, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter and on Periscope, you can follow me at Tina Moore Brown. Do me a favor. After you hear this, email me. Go to my website, tinamorebrown.com. Email me and let me know what you thought, even if you don't have a request and just what you thought um, about the interview. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. But yeah, reach out to me. I'm available to speak. I'm available for coaching. Um, so I'd love to hear from all of you.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I, um, Like I said, I appreciate your time today. And it's so great for me to just talk to you all by myself and not (laughs) anybody else. Thank
0: you so much for interviewing me, Twin. You know I loved you. I loved you from the start. I loved (laughs) you from as soon as we met online. We've yet to meet face-to-face. I know that's going to be awesome, and it's going to happen eventually. But thank you so much for the invitation. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. And yeah, we're not very far apart, I think like six hours drive. So we'll have to figure something out with that. We will. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, This is Cordelia Gaffar, closing the Replenish Me radio show where women learn how to find strategies to fulfill themselves, fulfill their dreams, and to nourish themselves with wholesome food, energize their bodies with movement, and to sweet talk themselves. Have an amazing day. This is your life, this
0: is your time, this is your life, this is your mind, is your world. Yes. How long has it been? Since you got good think for yourself, think think for yourself, and how long has it been? Since you've had some time to yourself, unwind with yourself, you can do anything. So don't you hide from yourself. Amazing. Don't just break free from the hill